sanguine, simply optimistic, a community of hope and optimism. Sanguine community, you awesome group of misfits, and I use that term in the best possible way, meaning that you guys are so uniquely created and uh, unique and special individuals that you just don't fit into the standard molds. You're you're a misfit. You just don't fit because you're awesome. You're creative, and so those of us that are misfits, and myself included, it's just like. We don't fit. And so we are our own unique community. We are attracted to the magnet of Jesus. And so we are living outside the norm in our attraction to Jesus. And so you guys, welcome. So glad to be together with you guys. And if you guys haven't noticed, and those of you who know me, I see things a little different. And I look at things a little different. And I hope you appreciate that perspective. And uh, I hope you guys get a laugh out of the next thing I'm going to share with you. I totally had a Frozen moment today. Frozen, the movie, in, you know, that incredible song, Let It Go, Let It Go. You know, the one that you can't get out of your head driving home from Costco and yeah during this quarantine Costco is interesting hey you guys I know you're not supposed to go places but man it's kind of worth the experience and uh, I'll just leave it at that but driving home coming down Valley Center this guy totally pulls out in front of me and as I'm slowing down I get close to him yeah I know you guys are like Tom's an aggressive driver he was tailgating I honestly was trying not to but I may have been a little bit totally break check me and uh, yeah, smash my Doritos that I had bought at Costco. Oh, guys, I was pissed. And uh, this was uh, definitely not a Christian moment and uh, definitely not a moment of Christian vocabulary coming out of Tom's mouth. I realized pretty quickly after that, after this person turned off and I was then yelling and screaming, which he couldn't hear any of, thank goodness, but realizing this is awful for my physiology. And I'm like, you need to let it go. And so right now, this is the last moment I'm letting it go. And so thank you guys for being a part of uh, helping me let it go. And uh, <laughs> I love you guys. I Hey, I would love to have your selfies and your pictures, but I'm here in Adrian's closet and I'm using my imagination, which I've talked about a lot and the vocabulary of spirit and envisioning your faces here. And those of you that I've never met that maybe were introduced to this podcast by somebody else, I'm envisioning, envisioning you up here and I'm loving it. Because you guys are a community that makes a difference. And I know in this weird season, you guys are out there making a difference, spreading the love of Jesus. And I just say, way to go. You guys are awesome. But if you could send me your pictures, 406BigT at gmail.com and your feedback. You guys, I would appreciate some feedback for better or for worse. Um, it's all better for me because it helps me improve. And uh you guys will probably tell by now that I usually just try to pick a subject and I try to keep it real by just kind of just streaming my thoughts. And sometimes that ends up with some awkward pauses or some repeated phrases, but I'm just trying to keep it real. And I don't want it to be scripted because I like to leave room for the big HS. And you guys know that I love the Holy Spirit and uh, I love to leave him room to work. And so as part of the reason I do this is that I love when he interjects in my speaking and stuff and, and speaks to you guys and, and it is, it is powerful. And so 
Yeah, but your feedback would be great. So today I want to talk to you guys about something that a principle I learned a long time ago that continues to be built on my life. And it's called, I call it the most powerful day principle. It is the principle that comes around those days that just suck. Okay, it's not a word that I necessarily love, but it, it is often appropriate for describing days where it seems like Murphy's Law isn't in full force and everything that can go wrong does go wrong. And you're not necessarily calling it in. You're trying to speak the words that are opposite of that, but it just happens that way. And you're sapped of energy. You didn't sleep well the night before. You didn't even want to get out of bed, but the demands are calling you to get out of bed. And I call those the most powerful day. And you're like, why the hell? I'm sorry. And yeah, and we'll just say H-E double toothpicks. Would you call that the most powerful day? It is because that is the day that really defines you because you usually lack energy. You lack motivation. You lack everything that you need, but yet you show up. Man, is it easy to rock the days where you got a lot of energy and you got all that? That's a piece of cake. The days where everything's going wrong and you still show up and you still participate, I have found for me, those are the most powerful days. Those are the days that define who I am. When I choose to show up, those days are exponential in my growth. They make the days where I am full of energy that I just perform outrageously because I had built a habit of showing up and still doing what needed to be done, even though I felt like crap. And this first started out when I was in high school and I had a super high voice like this. And when people would call the house, they would say, this is Baldwin. I say, no, this is Tom. And you guys are laughing, but it's totally true. You can ask my family and, and ask Adrian. It's totally true. And she married me with that high voice and thankfully that it changed. But due to that high voice, I would work out in high school because I, I was trying to get some respect because as you might imagine, they just tease me mercilessly in high school with that high voice. And yeah, it it is as bad as you think and probably worse. And so I would work out. Well, there were days that I just felt like crap. And even when I was working out, they'd be like, oh, what's wrong, Tom? You, you, you feel a little girly today? Yeah, it was awful. But I realized pretty quickly that, man, a couple of those days streamed together where I felt awful. Those were the days that really made a difference. They changed my mind. They changed my psyche. And it built a mental toughness in me that I just, I can't explain. And so, you know, that's been built upon in my life where there have been some really hard seasons. You know, before I met my wife, Adrian, I went through a really hard, dark season where I was really low on money. Let's just say I was broke and my Jeep had broke and I was riding a friend's bike to two jobs. And I was pretty much living off of peanut butter and things that the waitresses at the restaurant gave me that I could, uh, that I didn't have to go to the grocery store to buy because they felt sorry for me because I was so poor because I had just bought a house that needed a lot of work and I, I just didn't have cash and my Jeep was broke. And so I'm riding this bike, you know, and, and things are, are going okay, but I'm, I'm definitely going downhill and becoming discouraged. And I remember I come out from work one day and I had locked the bike up and somebody stole the freaking seat off the bike. And I'm working two jobs. I rode this bike for like two weeks without a seat. And I rode it a lot of miles. And then when I finally had some extra money, I had to buy a seat. You guys, I was feeling like I was living in Murphy's Law and 
every day I was just showing up and they were not glamorous days. They were actually quite depressing days, but it built in me some toughness and some resiliency as I'm riding the bike. I'm learning to laugh. It's like, boy, I sure like to sit down. Nope. Can't sit down. And you know, it's humorous now, but it was hard. It was a hard season and it seemed to last all too long. And I had a really lousy girlfriend before I met Adrian that really, I would say, took advantage of the awesome guy that I am. And yeah, that sounds like an arrogant statement, but yeah, I'm probably not as awesome as I thought I was back then, but I was a nice guy. And uh, I felt like she really took advantage of me. And so it was in that season of turmoil. It's like, got this lousy girlfriend and my life is falling apart but i showed up and i kept going and i rode that bike without a seat and when it got a flat tire i walked the most powerful days those were the most powerful days those were the days of building character those were the desert times those were the times where faith was growing and i was being stretched and i honestly believe that those times led to the time I'm going to share about with you guys shortly. Um, but the most powerful day it is, <laughs> it is a powerful principle. And you know, the reason I want to share this with you is because the other night I just could not sleep. And I was thinking there's, there's somebody out there that needs to hear this. And I ha actually hadn't thought about this for a long time because the, the days really haven't been that tough lately. And so I ha haven't actually thought about this principle, but that God, reminded me and I was actually kept up I was kept awake by him saying this needs to be shared you need to share this and you need to be vulnerable and so I'm just being obedient to that I'm actually caught up on my podcast pretty good but I felt like I needed to share this principle and so this principle you know as I shared two instances in my life were preparing me for the big instance and Adrian and I have had seasons that have been hard where, you know, we've had to show up in our relationship and embrace this principle where things were just not going good, but we decided it's like, we love each other. And so we're just going to show up and we're going to participate. And we know that this season will eventually change. And you guys, it has made our relationship way stronger as we have weathered tough seasons in our relationship. It has made us stronger and, the season I want to talk about is when the economy after, you know, 2008 and the housing bubble burst and Adrian and I had bought a house in 2005 and my work basically instantly dried up and very quickly we were in a lot of financial trouble. We had missed a lot of house payments. We were on our way to losing our house and uh, let alone even feeding our family. You guys, the season was so dark. I just remember it's like, when am I going to feed the kids this morning? There is literally nothing. And guys, a season where I'm just everything that I had believed in as far as myself being able to provide for my family was absolutely stripped away really quickly. I couldn't provide food. I couldn't even pay the power bill. I couldn't even buy gas for the cars. When somebody at church gave me a $20 bill, I was so excited because I could buy a little gas, a little bread, you know, some toilet paper, some things we needed. It was a dark season. Everything that I identified with in myself was absolutely stripped away. And I'm just going to be completely honest, you guys. If it wasn't for our friends... And for like the food bank 
and for like the the people that help with energy bills and the government assistance with that we would not have made it am i proud of that i'm not proud of that at all because i am a rugged individual and that season was incredibly hard and every day when i had to go to do something to like get food for the family so go to the food bank and wait there just absolutely humiliated and they're just like my identity was stripped away and i 100 percent didn't want to be there but i had to show up you guys there are times where life just wrecks us and i know that you guys can relate and just showing up is a win and that's what i want to tell you just showing up is a win those are the most powerful days when i got up and i'm just like i'm going to the food bank I'm a failure. And everything was stripped away. I had nothing. I could do nothing to help this family succeed other than get up and participate in the day and knew that the few things that I could do, even though they were humiliating, you guys, I went to a job where an electrician was working and I picked up scrap wire and brought it home and stripped it so I could have gas money for the family. That day I showed up and I won. Did it feel like a win? It absolutely did not feel like a win. Was it incredibly hard? It was incredibly hard because I was a business owner. I had made my own way. I had bought my own house. I was successful. And here I am scrounging around a job for wire that I can strip to make money for my family. Oh, guys, I just cannot relate to you how hard that is. And so many of you have faced so much more difficult circumstances. And you can totally relate even on a deeper level. Those days are hard. Those are the most powerful days. Those days define me because I just got up and I participated. And this whole principle for me revolves around the scripture in Ephesians where talking about the armor of God. And it says, after you have done everything, and we're talking about a battle situation here, and when life deals you those kind of blows, those are tough. It's a battle. It says, after you have done everything, stand firm. And so that's what I did. You guys, I love the analogy in the first Rocky movie where they're, they're boxing and both of them at the very end are knocked down. And that all Rocky did to win was stand up. You guys, don't, don't, don't get down on yourself. When life deals you those knockdown blows and all you can do is get up, get out of bed is a win. Don't get down on yourself because when you've got nothing left and you still get up, that is amazing. You are amazing. Don't let shame come over you. You are amazing. Don't say to yourself, I shouldn't be this way. I shouldn't be upset. I shouldn't be crying or whatever, you guys. In this season where everything was stripped away from me, I'm going to tell you, I was flipping mad at God, you know? And then you tell yourself, I shouldn't be mad at God, you know? And it's like, how can you deny how you actually feel? I'm just going to tell you a secret here. Maybe you know it. Maybe you don't. God can take it. And God already knows how you feel. So just deal with it and get through it. One of the principles I found is find out where Jesus is because he's there. 
Find out where he is. You're angry. You're frustrated. You're upset. Things haven't worked out. I was exactly there. And it was all I could do to get out of bed. It was all I could do to smile so my family wouldn't be scared out of their mind. And when Adrian would ask me, it's like, what are we going to do? And I would just smile and say, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, And you guys, that's the honest answer I gave. I didn't know. And all I can tell you is that God showed up. Did he show up right away? No, it was a long time. It felt like, for me, a very long season before I actually felt like God showed up. But all I can tell you guys is that he was there. And so in your situation where life has come in and it has just wrecked you and all you can do is get out of bed and you don't even feel like you have energies for that, but you do it and you participate. Take this from me. You're awesome. It's easy to perform when everything's going well and you have a ton of energy. It is the grit of who you are when you get up and you decide to participate when you feel like crap and you're angry and you're mad. Sometimes you don't even know why and you start to still participate. You are awesome. You are fantastic. And I'm just going to tell you, Jesus is there. Don't be afraid to ask the hard questions. Don't be afraid to press him because he is there and he can take it. You guys do not serve a fragile baby, fragile God. He is tough as nails. He died on the cross for you. You don't need to hide anything from him. He already knows it. Hebrews talks about how everything will be uncovered and laid bare. That's because he already sees it. He already knows. And in the future, you know, it's like, might as well tell him now because in the future, it's just going to happen. And so I'm just going to tell you, yeah, work your tough things out with Jesus. And those of you that just keep showing up, you have my incredible admiration because you are awesome. And when life deals you those blows, I know to a small degree, some of you face things that I may never have to face. You guys are awesome. Keep going after it. And when you're done, give your testimony because we need to hear it. I need to hear it. I'm just going to give you a short testimony after that dark season that we went through that God saved our house in a very miraculous way. The bank lost the paperwork. And when they found it, they were able to do a loan modification and they actually paid us money, which is the craziest thing. But guys, this is like two years later. This was, at least for me, some of you have been in seasons a lot longer. This was a long season and God has restored our finances. And, you know, that season like absolutely wrecked us financially and we are getting back on track and we have survived. And so That's the short version of my story. I found God in the midst of anger and frustration, beating my fist on the floor, crying out to God as I'm laying on the floor. He can take it. Your God is tough. And you're tough, you guys. Give yourself some slack. You that get up and you feel like you're being pathetic, you are awesome and participating in that day. And so after you've done everything, stand And remember the next part, truth. Yeah, read the verse, find out what it says about truth. Buckled around your waist. So, yes, guys, I love you. You're a great community. You're unique. You're original. Hey, if you know someone that would benefit from this, my unique take on scriptures and just being part of a great community, um, 
yeah, send me your selfies, um, pass it along. Um, would love your feedback, your input, even prayer requests, even communications at 406bigt at gmail.com. And uh, we'll chat with you later. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.